heck of a model, isn't it? Yes. As a talk show host. <laughs> Rotten in Denmark with that officiating yesterday. They're just too. They they are too influential on the outcome of the game. You know, if you make a big call in hockey and it costs the team a goal, you can and you kind of wonder about it. You can put them on the power play, right? You can you know you, you can make up try to it. even it up. Yeah. Basketball, there's an incredible number of uh, fouls called, but you can even it up. You mm-hmm. know, at the end, you got to give that team a chance, and. Uh, you know, baseball is a subjective report is sport. You're either, uh, I mean, an objective re- sport because you're either safe or out, right? There's nothing, you know, they can miss a call, but it's objective. You can look at it and tell whether he's safe or out. Football, they just call it whenever they want to. What was what uh, what was with the extra play they gave? Them? Oh my God! Ah, uh, they the clock had not started. I mean, the clock. Had not started. Well, no, no, the clock started. was running after it, had it was an incomplete pass. started and it had gone. And some guy, back judge type of guy, over on the sidelines noticed it. But by the time he noticed it, the ball was in play. And they ran the play and nobody reacted to it. But then he went over and said, well, they didn't start. They didn't. Uh, they they were run the clock. Well, they, they didn't stop the clock, and they gave them the play all over again. And by the letter of the law, the NFL will tell you it was the right call. Mike Pereira will tell us that. Uh, How about the intentional the right grounding call? Yeah, they well, throw you, it in the seats fifteen times a game. Well, they call intentional grounding on Burrow, and Mahomes does the same thing, and they don't call it on That's him. That's right. That was uh, very weird. And uh, apparently, before. I have not seen it, but everybody says there was an incredibly blatant block in the back on that long kick return by number 17 mm-hmm. for the Chiefs, which set it up, and they missed. They didn't make that call. And then here's what bothers me the most. The, the Bengals had this big holding call when they had the ball. Uh, they, they called holding. And they look at it, and they say, well, you know, Pereira said, yeah, it was holding. It was holding. Well, but how about the 25 times before that that they didn't call it? Right. But they wait for a crucial moment, and then they call it. Don't well, let, call it. It, I, I, it was tainted. The game for me yes, was tainted. it was extremely tainted. It didn't, yes, uh, I didn't enjoy it because I felt it was tainted. Well, and then, you know, we've gotten, we've been taking touchdowns away from players all year for not making a football move before the ball touched the ground. Mm-hmm. And that first touchdown... The ball bounced off the ground, and they mm-hmm. gave it, and they they rushed up to the line. When they're rushing up to the line, the eye in the sky NFL ought to say, "Okay, they know something. We better look at this because they could have stopped it then and looked at it." Uh, the referee I mean, was Ro- Ronaki Tolbert. Yeah, and I'm he, sorry, Ronald Tolbert. Ronald Tolbert. Tolbert. Ronald Tolbert. Yeah, he had a rough day, and uh, they the whole crew did because they. Uh, you know, they decided to make their calls at the uh, at the wrong time. Now, I know the Mahomes roughing looked terrible, right? Yeah. But it was a Duke basketball dive of, first of all, he just got touched. Right. And he went diving. And B, uh, the guy didn't throw the flag tell for about six or seven seconds. And all of a sudden, and here comes the flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, he reacted to the crowd. 
he reacted to the crowd, so I didn't even like that call. But, well, especially uh, considering the fact it decided it, it the game. Decided the game, yeah. The game's over. You you make the call, and uh, uh, you know, and it, and his first instinct wasn't to throw the flag, and then he heard the ah, everybody said. Well, plus I never flag. think it should be a flag if the guy, if the uh, defender gets hurt pushing him out of bounds. Well, plus the other thing is here's the deal: you're running to the sideline. I got no yard markers, no anything. And I'm running like hell to catch you. How do I know you're out of bounds? Mm-hmm. You know, my eyes are up. My eyes aren't down at my feet to see if I'm out of bounds or not. Well, I'm going to leave it at this. It, it was tainted. It was tainted. It was tainted. And I wanted Kansas City to win, but it was tainted. I like Mahomes, and uh, I like. You know what? I told Judd this a little while ago. Mahomes is probably better than Burrow, but not by much. Burrow can lay it in there, can't he? Oh, plus he can run, too. Yeah. He's a good athlete. Some yes. have already started to speculate that Mr. Burrow's going to get $60 million a year with oh, that new contract. That'll be very difficult for Mike Brown, the cheapest owner in the NFL, to uh, come up with. Burrow seems to me like the kind of guy that would try to try to stretch it out a little bit so that he can have a decent team, you know. Because he's from the area. He's a, he's a, Yeah, he's fine. He's an Ohio kid. Yeah, after he was a. Uh, Did you see the Hunt family? Kid. Did you see the Hunt family at the yeah. trophy presentation? Yep. The guy that runs the team is named Clark Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was a weird yes, name. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's he's got to be in his seventies now, doesn't he? Because well, it's didn't the look kid, that old. It's the kid oh, now that runs the, the team. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but Lamar's. A lot will think Lamar's. Well, it must be Lamar's grandson then. Yeah, Something let me like look that. that up. Yeah. Because yeah. Lamar would be a hundred if he was still alive. Right. Lamar is, I think we're playing for the Lamar Hunt Trophy, don't they we? They were oil men and hunts. Yes, yeah. And he uh, he was an oil man who had the guts to move the team out of uh, Dallas. And to uh, people don't remember, I think their first year or two, they were the Dallas Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clark is the current CEO and chairman, and he is the no, he's got to be the son. Is he the son? He's, he's the son of Lamar Hunt. He's got to be in his 70s. Huh? Yeah, because he has kids that are in their 30s. Well, he looked okay. well-tended. For a, oh, yeah. You know. Well-tended Mrs. Hunt probably, too. Huh? There was some uh, woman there who had a lot of Did it look work. like she might have been the second? That's, uh, the second. that's Clark's daughter. Well, that was Clark's daughter? Daughter. Daughter. Uh, yes. She was an attractive young thing. I'll say. Yeah. Yes. I'm very, very she probably had options. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, half the money in the world and gorgeous. That's, yeah. It gives you options. You but know. you know what? Wasn't everyone pretty much just rooting for whoever has the best chance to beat the Eagles? Because, boy, do the Eagles have a coach that's very unlikable, that Nick Sirianni. He's a self-promoter. Isn't he, he really he's, is, Pat. He is. But he played at Mount Union, you know. He, I did he, not know that. He was. Uh, he played on the, the Mount Union team that beat St. John's in the championship game in whatever year, 06, maybe. Really? Like that. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. I wonder if he ever played the Tommies. I don't, I don't think he was in any of the Tommies didn't go to the play Mount Union until later. They, they they played Mount Union twice in the playoffs, but uh, not uh, now. Now well, with Philly and gone. Kansas City, I, I like I, the game. It's a good game. I'm sure I, I think it will the be. Eagles might beat them. Yeah, I do too. I think Kansas City is that team. It was like the 49ers after the golden era was over. That they were always like in Vegas, three points more favorite 
than they should be because the betters liked them so well. I think the betters liked the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I think there's that, that old the Philly Forty Nine er game was dreadful. Well, well, when you don't have don't have it, a quarterback, it proves that quarterbacks are important. They are. Yes, yeah. they are. <laughs> a quarterback who can hit that sign over here uh, was probably very important to. I felt sorry for the guy, the kid who came, the guy, not the kid, the man who came in, that Jason Johnson, mm -hmm. and the league saw him snap his head. He would have stayed in the game. They right. Would, but, they would have slapped him. But you should look up his resume. Two, Ten years in the league. 2000, yeah, 2004 to 2007, the University of San Diego, mm -hmm. which is the team that St. Thomas is now playing in the mm -hmm. Pioneer Football League. Last Tommy's game I went to, they beat them. Mm-hmm. He played quarterback there, so it's a you know a third tier team, and he has been with. You look at his resume; mm -hmm. he's been with. Look at his wiki page. Oh yeah, he's been. He's been with fourteen or fifteen teams, mostly on the practice squads. Yeah. He just and then he played in the XFL and he played with a couple other leagues. He but any any fly by night league he played there, and then he was practice squad and he. Played a little bit early. I think he was with Miami or Tampa for four years to start his career as a backup. He's doing it the right way. He's going to have some money, and he'll it's, be okay. He's, he's not 30, hurt. He's six years old, yeah. and he just was. Uh, he just, yeah, he was the. Yeah, if you don't want to make huge money, being a backup quarterback's a great job. But once in a while, they play you. Yeah. Why did they even bother to put the other guy back in if he can't throw a pass? Right. They should have let Christian McCaffrey. Play long, you know, just snap it back. Nineteen back. different NFL teams he has been a, a member of. Uh, what it's about the Vikes? Was he with the Vikes? He never was with the Vikes, but he's also played with the Los Angeles Wildcats of the XFL in 2020 and the Detroit. What were they called? Uh, or excuse me, Boy, Sacramento a, Mountain Lions in 2012. He's a journeyman. Oh, the all-timer. It, it would have been a great story if he would have stayed in and they would have made a game out of it. Yeah. He was, uh, but then, hell, he only ran about, what, about six plays? and They could not, uh, the, uh, the uh, 49ers line could not block those guys. No. I did like Trent Williams basically picking the guy up and throwing him about a five miles away. Right. Saying, the hell with this. Well, he was, that, that was a, just throw me out of this damn game yeah, already, right. wasn't I'm, it? Yeah, I'm done. Because he's a, he's a wily veteran who's retired like twice and keeps yep. getting talked into coming back. So that would have been, I think that would have been a really good game if uh, they even had their third string quarterback. Yep. Well, what the nation's going to do now? No football for two weeks. Two weeks. What will this nation do? You're not going to watch the flag football is Pro that Bowl? What the pro, is yeah. that what the Pro Bowls come to? I yep. hope somebody rips up their knee. No, don't God, you? don't say that. No, I mean, just just because of the stupidity of it. I, I agree. It's very yeah. So they wear their unis? I I don't know. It's a first of its kind, Joe. Yeah. But every, there's this big controversy about who's in the Pro Bowl and oh, who's God. not. Who gives a damn? Who cares? Right. Yeah. We're not playing. And watch, is, it'll still have a bigger number than any World Series game. Uh, yeah, probably. It'll probably have a bigger number than the Pro Bowl had in the past because people will want to see the curiosity uh, what's, part what's, of it. What's, yeah, but within two or three years, nobody will be watching. You know, Joe, I know you're going to get mad at me saying this, but you know what I'm really done with? Hmm. Tony Romo. I'm I'm over it. Oh, shut up. So yes, Tony, shut up. Yes, it's at just the at the end of the game, it's Tony. Let the moment. Breathe. Here. He uh, he he is, seems a little too caffeinated. Yes. Yeah. I just he just it's too much now. It used to be I liked it at first where he was diagramming the play and 
calling it ahead of time, but it's just too much now. I'm Judd, not. A f- Judd made a good point today that he's gotten. You know, these guys come out. They know everybody. They know everything. They know what's going on when they first start doing it. Well, he's now three or four years removed, and he's just the guy that flies in on right for Saturday, and uh, they do that. We had, when we had our sit down with the coach mm-hmm. on Saturday, but he doesn't. You know, he doesn't pay any attention. He watches a little film and just starts babbling like an idiot. And the other guy's worse. Which one? Greg Olson. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Let it's okay not to analyze every moment. Okay, they're mimicking Justin Morneau then. Yes, they are. Because I are. want him to shut up. <laughs> yes, but right. Morneau's gotten better. I like Morneau as a guy, but yeah. he he's telling me way too much. Here's his problem. He can't. He feels. I. This is the impression I get. He feels as if he hasn't made his point in his first. Mm-hmm. sentence or second, so then he keeps trying to make his point, and pretty soon the next pitch is He needs to delivered. practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, Perky was at the, I was. I went to that Twins Daily thing. On, oh, they yeah. had me there in the poorhouse. Mm-hmm. Good uh, turnout? Yeah, they said they had 300. Oh, I that's good. I saw 300 tickets anyway. But, good, good uh, for those guys. Perky was their main guest. Okay. So, um, I saw him. And did you go to Twins Fest? No, I did not. I did not. Was that a one-day event? No, well, they had this special thing on Friday night. Uh, I saw that uh, they, uh, what what was the name? What's the name of the joint downtown? The Fillmore. Fillmore, yeah. yes. And uh, they had it there, and they charged you to get in, and they had more so of a So they didn't do anything at Target Field? Event, not on Friday. Saturday they on did. Saturday on they Saturday they did, Saturday, okay. they the old traditional with a lot less stuff and a lot fewer players. On Saturday, but Friday it was like we're trying to capture a new, younger, hipper mm-hmm. audience. And I saw uh, my sources at the Twins Daily <laughs> said that they uh, sold 300 tickets in the 302 tickets, and the Twins sold about 300 for the thing at the Fillmore. Okay. And the Twins said they uh, sold around a thousand. So, Joe, I don't know. You might never have felt this way in your sports rating days, but. All after all these years, mm-hmm. I feel as though sometimes teams are BSing us. Really? Yeah. I do. <laughs> sometimes they're sometimes they're delivering a message that's yeah. not the whole truth. So help them, God. That's right. Uh, you know. So you know, it's weird, Joe. I don't. Have you been invited back since you looked around Twins Fist at the dome and said, "Look at this bleeping dump." I'm not going back. <laughs> Look at this dump and, and a couple of what a dump and then a couple of. And then a couple of, then we besmirched the rubes that were there a little bit, right? What are they, look at this guy. Look at these dorks. A lot of guys here you should see at the fair. Yeah, look at this guy. He never bought a ticket. What do they want here? Yeah, you can't. That was probably our most successful. Oh, God. Our most successful event this side of being the official sponsors of the Renaissance Festival, which they pulled it in the middle of the thing when we told Puke and Snot they weren't funny. You guys aren't funny. You're not funny. <laughs> we know funny. You ain't funny. You're not funny. Uh, the next week, uh, we are no longer the official station of the Renaissance Festival. Right. You know, as, I think as either Puke or Snot died. Well, said. I was just going to say, the Bride and I took the kids to the Renaissance Festival they, the mm-hmm. last weekend. Do we still have a They version? had an act, but I don't know which one was which. Yeah. Well, somebody, one of them, one of them died, so either Puke or Snot had to find a new partner. Okay. 
But, yeah. but they were still performing. They still had the sign out in front of the stage. Did they change the jokes? Probably oh, not. probably not. You can't you can't ruin the classics. Our Wilds were not on a high note prior to the break. Yes. They beat Buffalo yes. in a shootout. Buffalo's a got a nice club. I watched for 15 minutes in a second period, and there was about one stoppage. I even watched and, the shootout. And our guys had the puck at their end for about 11 minutes mm-hmm. and were firing shots here and there and everywhere. And uh, it was a freewheeling contest, not the kind of contest that uh, we used to see when that much. Uh, Who's got the All Star game this year? Nashville, I believe. Or am I wrong? Uh, I, I can look that Nashville. up. I thought it was Nashville. I thought I read Nashville. They but take this, a whole week off. I was going to say this why week off. T- why do they take a week off? That had to be some bargaining yeah, uh, agreement. Because they take Chris. They take like four days of Christmas off yeah. too. You, uh, we are going to Sunrise, Florida this Saturday for NHL All-Star Game. the worst location in the league, out next to the Turnpike uh, with a couple of malls right nearby there. Hey, you can get in for about 130 bucks too. That's better than the Super Bowl. That's nothing. That's better than the Super Bowl. Are they good again this year, the Panthers? They were really good last year, them and the Hurricanes, but I don't know if the Panthers are good this year or not. So who made it? The Ruski just, and just the Ruski? Just Kirill. Because they only take 11 players from each division, right? Huh. So I think yeah. two goalies and nine skaters. Well, the Wilds have worked themselves they're back good, into a playoff fine. hunt. They had that little three-game losing streak, but they're going to make the playoffs. They'll yeah. make the playoffs. I'm predicting this is ready. They're going to get through the first round for the first time in, what, six years? I don't think they've been through the first round. Well, aren't you the one who's championing the idea that the Timberwolves and the Wild could deliver championships? Yes, I'm throwing that out there after the Wild. That's quite a thing to throw out there. The Larry (laughs) O'Brien trophy. Do you know, I tried to look up what we called the trophy when our Lakers were winning it. Mm Mm-hmm. It was the Walter Brown Trophy, who was the owner of of the Boston Celtics and one of the things, but... You know how many teams the NBA had when we won our last championship in 1954? I'll guess. Six. Eight. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We had fewer than the WNBA has now. It was uh, when when Boston, the first half of the Boston dynasty with Russell, there's eight teams. Let me see if I can name them. Because you uh, know them, don't you? Well, yeah. I do know them. Probably. Boston. Yes. New York. Yes. Philadelphia. Nope. Really? Okay, no Philadelphia. Detroit? Nope. Buffalo? Nope. Cincinnati? Nope. St. Louis? <laughs> now we're talking 54. Never mind. Not I St. have Louis. no clue then, obviously. <laughs> the Rochester Royals? Rochester. Rochester, New York? Yep. The Fort Wayne Pistons? Fort Wayne, Indiana? Fort Wayne Pistons. The uh, New York? Uh, Milwaukee briefly had a team, and then it went to St. Louis, the Milwaukee Hawks. Yeah. Uh, but I, the our biggest rival in the West Division was Rochester, New York, the Rochester Royals. Here I've been given uh, credit all these years to Detroit for having the best name in sports, the Pistons. And it's not even they theirs. Were the Fort Wayne moved there. They were the Fort Wayne Pistons when what they arrived, the too. I believe Fort Wayne, did they make Studebakers? They might have made Studebaker. I think they uh, might have make a, make a. That's a, a good question for Patrick. Fort well, Wayne had a team in the uh, International Hockey League. Fort Wayne Comets. I was with a K. 
with a K. K-O-M-E-T-S. Yeah, what was right. that? What did the K-O stand for? I wonder. I don't wonder know. why they went that direction. Alliteration. I can remember the, uh, who was Muskegon? Muskies. Muskies, Muskegon, Muskies. Yeah, that so. was the, the I, uh, Omaha Knights. Yeah. Pro basketball was nothing. It was mm-hmm. just a small little thing. of the, the only team that the Lakers really packed them in for was when they'd play the Globetrotters in serious basketball after the season was over. Right. And those they, they'd, they'd go down and play the Globetrotters in Chicago Stadium and draw 19,000 people. Fort Wayne Comets, Muskegon Muskies, Muskies, Omaha Knights, Millers, Saints. Had to be another team or two. Yeah, they Milwaukee had Admirals. Six. They had six. No, no they weren't in it. Milwaukee in wasn't in the league. Ah, uh, boy. Saginaw wasn't in the league, no. were they? The Gears. What did Ren Blair own? Saginaw? Yes, he owned Saginaw. Yeah. God, I wish I'd had a chance to. I, I, that would make me even older than I am. But uh, I wish I had a chance to cover the bird and Ben mm-hmm. Brocklin. Wouldn't have been great to have Ben Brocklin mm-hmm. and the bird as good. Because they were both insane. Right. It was, uh, you know, it was <laughs> fantastic. I mean, they were both insane to see them, see them drunk and crazy would have just been wonderful. One of it. When somebody going to do the important story on Carl Anthony Towns and just cut him to shreds, <laughs> just rip the hell out of him. Well, he told us that it's a grade. He made a big point of a, of a grade three. It's oh. a grade three and a, instead of a grade two calf strain. But he's I'll not showing any they, character here. Yeah. Well, and the great thing is, they don't miss him. No, they're they're, better playing, without they're him. playing better without him. Yeah, because Ant doesn't have to worry about including. Can him. you get anything for him if you trade him? Yeah, they can't trade season. him till after July first, though, oh. because of the new it, it, one of their many millions of salary cap rules is they can't trade him. They can't trade him before the draft, which means they can't get any of those draft choices they gave away back for hmm. this year. So. Uh, they, I meanwhile, don't think they can the, trade him till after July first, but they're going to trade him, I think. Meanwhile, sure. the one guy they gave up for the uh, what's his name, the Stifle Tower, is better than he is. The kid from uh, Walker Kessler, the kid How's from he Auburn. Been doing lately, he had a great game here, but I haven't checked. He's been actually. really good this year. Oh, he's fine. He's, he, he can move a little bit, right? Yeah. And, you know, uh, we were both all. taken to task. I, I had dinner with a guy Saturday night who took us to task for our absurd comments on Hockey Day, and both of us wondering why it couldn't be on White Bear Lake. Yes. Uh, he said, do you have any idea how much money they spend on Hockey Day? And he went on to tell me they bring in a rink, they freeze, they got the pipes, they got sure. the whole deal, they got bleachers and lights. Fireworks. And everything, everything you yeah. name it. He said, you moron, they can't, they wouldn't do that on the lake. The, the liability alone would have killed them <laughs> setting up bleachers on the ice. Mm. And uh, I was, uh, I... I, we were guilty Couldn't of... Couldn't have we had a game on the lake with the, like so. the 9 a.m. game? Yeah. And we could have had the people just sure. sitting around behind the boards. Well, the I think bank. what we learned is that Hockey Day is a much bigger it deal than we think. It has become a fairly big deal, yeah. yes. Yes. Uh, people enjoyed my Billy Butters uh, column. <laughs> yeah. And I've been getting many letters uh, telling Billy stories that... Uh, preceded his Christianity conversion mm-hmm. in 1980. <laughs> uh, he must have been something. He must have been something. But, you know, he was he was very offended that when he was in Oklahoma City that the Toronto Maple Leafs didn't call him up, 
even though he had the most penalty minutes in the league at right. the time, and everybody was looking for the goons. He had 191 that year, and then he signed somewhere else, I think. So uh, Then he came to the Fighting Saints. How many Saints? Did you go to any Saints games? I did. Few? Few. I feel, I've told you this before, one of the great void, one of the great stupidities in my life was never going over there and seizing mm-hmm. on the incredible numbers of characters. Yep. Harry, Sodmore, all the players. All the players. All <laughs> the players were nuts. And and Wayne Belisle, the second or third owner, who was one of the great guys of all time. And Butters, you know, Belisle ended up owning part of one of the casinos out in Vegas. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he just died not long ago, a year ago yeah, or so. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Oh, but he owned one of the casinos. Butters says he ran into him at the casino out there, and he said, he said, yeah, I own part of this place. He says, does that mean you're going to pay me for those all those checks I missed with the, <laughs> with the second collection of Saints? Are you going to pay me for that? Uh, speaking of Vegas, we got an email question for you mm-hmm. when we did Monday Night Sports. Like, I think it was Jerry. He wanted to know, are, is Oakland seriously going to move to Las Vegas? And I knew you had mentioned in, it. In uh, baseball, there's yeah. a lot of my friends uh, thought they were going to. I mean, I, Mickey Morabito was a traveling secretary and still there hanging out. And he thought they were ready. But the owner is still trying to make a deal. And for he's an Oakland guy in and Oakland. he wants to make a deal. But it'd be stupid. They, if they can get some money out of Vegas, they should go there. Won't they have to have a dome stadium oh, in yeah, Vegas? Yeah, they got to have a dome. Yeah, That'd be a rough August in Vegas, wouldn't it, if oh, they didn't have a dome? Yeah, it'd be a little warm. <laughs> Do you know what the original plan for uh, the Royals and the Chiefs was? If you look yeah, at, they were going to go play in Atlanta, right? No. no. To cover, oh, I saw this. To cover both stadiums. To have the, the track oh, that oh, went oh, above originally, both. Originally, yeah. yeah. Well, they're talking now about who wants I think Arrowhead has been remodeled about two it or has. three times, but I think they still want a new one. The Royals want a new one. Well, there's nothing wrong with either of those no, stadiums. No, Didn't they just fine. renovate? Because we were there, ago. we were there two uh, Fourth of Julys ago. I oh, thought they did great. a great job. Yeah, it's great. Arrowhead's 1972. Yeah, but it's pretty. Uh, I, you know what my number one memory Arrowhead is? Well, there's two. Weren't you hurled insults at that place? Or am no, I thinking no, of Philly? That was, that was Whitlock. <laughs> Whit- Whitlock was a columnist, oh, that's columnist right. for them, and a guy guy gets up and. <laughs> And looks and says, starts screaming obscenities at him behind the glass, and and Whitlock mouth, go bleep yourself. <laughs> he, as you found out, now that he's become a a, a outspoken black Republican, he's yeah. getting himself in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But uh, who do you work uh, for? The Kansas City Star. Kansas City Star columnist. Yeah, he was fantastic because <laughs> he just drop atom bombs and not give a damn. <laughs> But the, my memory was uh, oh, seeing Tim Connolly there, Little Red, because he was an executive with the Chiefs. Okay. And then a couple of years later, but what, they were number one seed and got beat with Elvis Gerbeck right off the bat in the first round. Oh, yeah, round. Yep, what, yep. 96 or so? Something like that, yeah. Two years later, I happened to be whizzing next to him upstairs after the loss to Atlanta, and I said, yeah, you should be used to this by now. He didn't like it too well, you know. He was a Vikings executive, and they, you know, because they, uh, oh. I said, yeah, you went through this with the Chiefs. You should be used to this by now, because I love it. Is that, your you know. paper going to staff the Super Bowl? 
I don't know. Well, Mark Craig is on the uh, voting, you know, the Pro Hall of Fame, and they usually send him down there, but I don't know if he's covered it or not. I don't, we don't. It's not like the old days when you send, what, four, probably? Oh, four or five we sent. Yeah, when we weren't in it, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, Judd, I saw this because of Judd, and I did not know this. Did you guys, Were you guys aware that several of the copies of Vikings yes, win? Yes, Judd, had a, Judd um, had a couple of I copies. didn't know this happened, happened? until yesterday. No, when they, when they had the Atlanta game, the, the Tribune had parked two trucks out in front of the Dome. Right. On Saturday, on, was it Saturday? No, it was a Sunday it was a game. Sunday game. On, on Sunday afternoon. Morning. Okay. Yeah. With pages, with papers saying Vikings win Super Bowl. Now they didn't have the score, but they had like Vikings. It said Vikings win next stop Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and then it had in stories from the year and stuff like that in it. And they had two trucks. And, uh, I have it right and, here. And, and Joe, it says Vikings win. They got the picture of Moss being held up in a celebratory photo mm-hmm. with Greg DeLong, who was a tight end. It yeah. says, next stop, Super Bowl in Miami. Vikes make fifth trip to NFL's biggest game. And then the third yeah. headline was Falcons fall to Vikings in NFC Championship. Yeah. Really? <laughs> they, they, were, they printed them like in the morning, right? right? So they, they had no idea. But uh, yeah, they had two truckfuls. Yeah. Dewey back. beats Truman. I'm sure they. I'm sure they burned them. Yeah. But uh, Judge said that they were they were throwing be collectors. Them. Judge oh, said yeah. they were throwing them back. In, when he came out of the dome, they were throwing them back in the truck, the the papers and driving. I'm sure they burned them. But Bobby Armstrong, who was a copy boy there for years, uh, not I mean a desk guy, a very good one, for years. Bud's kid. Yeah. Uh, grabbed a bunch of them and said, and he gave Judd a couple of them. Judd has still got a couple of them. Yeah, the, the, oh, the, they'd be fun to you got to get that would. frame next to your weeping blondes <laughs> photo. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, it was, I, I didn't know he had a couple of those, but I remember that they were, I mean, I, I was at the, you know, I, I didn't know that the trucks were out there, but I know they were printing them. And well, they you were at they, the Tribune. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to sell. They thought they were going to sell forty thousand of them as right. people walked out. You know. Oh, for sure. Instead, what I remember is the little flags. Remember, it was oh, a yeah. sloppy day. Yes. It was like melting kind of, and all those little flags that they had on the windows laying in the muck in the parking lot between the dome and the. All- Tribute. All I remember is it was a long drive back to Mankato. Mm-mm. Were you? Uh, you were right near the legal limit, probably. I know? was. Yeah, it was. Were I had just turned. Car? I had just turned twenty-one. It was me and uh, three other fellas. And, and boy, you're the kind of guy when you went to Mankato, you waited till you were twenty-one before you had your first beer. When did, when did the Tribune building get torn down? And well, why is it still a vacant lot? What is that? A no, park? it's not. It's a park. It's a park. park. Yeah, oh. it's a park. It's it, that was part of the whole. Pl- the Vikings did the plaza. Want, the Vikings did want a big building in front of them. They oh, wanted okay. room to have tents and stuff. Well, like I that. drove by it on the occasion of your event the other night. I hadn't driven by it, and I thought, wait a minute, the building's gone. I'm every place I work, there's no yeah, building. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the great Breslin line when, he, when his first, what was he, the American? Was it the New York oh, American? Whichever he was, he says, I saw this big crowd down the street. I was going to work. I was going to work. Turned out they'd closed my joint. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they just, they just, New York had seven daily newspapers. And when they went on strike, 
the printers and stuff when yeah. they went on strike it was all of them right they all they went on strike against every newspaper and whatever the famous strike was only like four of them came back three of them just folded her up because there was you know seven six seven newspapers i think the herald tribune that's when breslin wrote the great column about how only only uh important people what's the word they use for people go to work necessary yeah. essential essential he said i've shaved and i put on the suit and tie <laughs> and i was essential yeah <laughs> right yeah he was something man he was uh he was he was pure new york that's for sure anyway what uh, what else we got? We got today? nothing. Timberwolves host Sacramento. Timberwolves uh, playing good. D'Lo when he doesn't, Delangelo and makes makes shots and doesn't have to handle the ball all the time. He's been pretty good. I watched a little you bit of the know, game. They're drawing some people. Yeah, I was gonna say I watched their game Friday. They had a decent decent crowd. You yeah. know who's good? That kid for the Kings, that Fox. Oh yeah, I said that kid that. can I play. Said that three four years ago, I loved him. They what about tonight? I think this team could have twenty below. Ooh, you're yeah, gonna it won't be big tonight. On a but, Monday, that's gonna be late. But Joe, they figured out the secret of selling out. Huh? They stopped selling two thousand tickets and lowered the attendance to seventeen one or two. Really? Yeah, there's a big area up. They don't have anything in front of it. But there's a big area where they don't sell tickets, and they lowered what they're announced. Well, if they capacity. make the playoffs, wouldn't they open those seats up again? If people wanted to go, I think if people, I think if they had an early sellout, they'd open it up again. Yeah. But they, then they would. But do they yeah. do it even when Curry and LeBron are in town too? I think so. Wow. Yeah. They, want, they the, want to make tickets a little bit harder to get. They're not hard to get. Yeah. What was the controversy with LeBron the other night where he sat on the floor for a minute complaining uh, about how he didn't? Call. Bad call. It was a bad call. And the league basically ended up apologizing for how bad the call wow. was. Wow. That tells you LeBron's influence. So, But, yeah. Is yeah, he close to breaking the record? Yeah, but he acted like What a, record? He acted like a five-year-old kid. He did. Uh, the... Uh, most points scored. Oh, he's going to break. Uh, one thing here, Reavers. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Reavers, your dad probably was really oh, excited God. about the Viking, I mean, the Gophers, after their great Valen effort against Indiana. I mean, they played hard. And then they show up and uh, get beat by 20 by Northwestern. And you knew that was coming. I called him at halftime and I just said, What is this? Mm-hmm. this it, it's, Pat, it's, the, the program has regressed. Have they well, not? It has regressed because uh, everybody left after the after his first year. He had Eric Curry was the only holdover, and Eric was going to become a grad assistant as he became the starting center. So that was a true year zero. Yep. And now he's got this young group. He's had some injuries, but they're they can't shoot. Boy, you know what? Bad. Basketball got to shoot. Got to be able to make a shot. Yes, yeah. you're not going to be. Good, that is but, key. But uh, I think uh, you think they're going to get rid of Coach Whalen, or are they going to give her one more year? I I guess I haven't monitored it close enough. Well, to... they had forty. They got forty-one yesterday. Ooh, that's not they're, good. Uh, they're they're last in the Big Ten. Somebody sent me a a stat since Coyle became the AD. The men's and the women's teams are like eighty-nine and a hundred and fifty something in the Big Ten. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. Because he all he cares about is his football, obviously. So anyway, but I don't. I'm not blaming him. They just this is the, the trouble with college basketball now is if you're bad, it's easy to get worse because your guy, your guys who can play are going to transfer someplace. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I was also told now this dare this Fox kid who came from Northern State in 
South Dakota has a name, image, and likeness. Their their funding for the rest of their name, image, and likeness zero. Ooh. They got no money. Hmm. But didn't your Tommies have a big win over the weekend? Yeah, uh, th- South th- Dakota Thursday, and then they lost. They beat South Dakota State, which yeah. is a really good program, and then they lost Thursday, Saturday. Saturday, but, okay, gotcha. But uh, they're going to get a five thousand seat arena and a better conference. That'll be the place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'll be some excitement. When is the opening of that arena? Four years, I think. Okay. Did they hit you up do. for a donation no, yet? No, no. <laughs> Matching funds to Lee no. Anderson's seven. No, no match lease. <laughs> what, did, what did Kenny say? He said Lee Anderson bought him a complex. Joe's going to buy him a urinal. Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be about forty thousand. Right. I wouldn't right. do that. No. All right, that's enough. Uh, that'll do it. You know, tell your friends how great it was today and listen next week, will you? I got to tell you guys. Yes, sir. I am uh, I am going to be missing on a Monday in the middle of the February. The DA and I are going to Vegas and Phoenix. Really? Yeah. That'll Road trip? A, that'll be an interesting experience. What's yeah. in Phoenix? We're going to have to uh, just warm weather. friends, warm weather. Yeah. Maybe uh, go to a... Where it's not game. 13 below at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning? It'll be a good, you know, we're going to have to make all these vows before we leave about. Maybe well, we should go back to the Little White Chapel. There you and go. And renew our vows. Yes. There you yeah. go. You want, I'm should... going to say that. Do you want? Well, how about that as a surprise? Oh, yeah. boy. That would Set be, it up. Set yeah, it up. Yeah, right. And. You know, this time we will get the Elvis impersonator. That's right. That's right. Well, this could sprint. weigh heavily on the game of flaws. Oh, oh God, yes. You yeah. might, you might have some stories to tell. Mm-hmm. I've made the road trip, Patrick, from the Phoenix area to Las Vegas. You're going the other direction. I'm what? Going, I'm going from Vegas to Phoenix. Oh yeah, okay. I did, I did it the other direction, yeah. and uh, that's a long time behind the wheel with your family. Yeah, there's always. Are the, you driving? Uh, from Vegas to Phoenix. Yeah. Well, you're flying to Vegas. Vegas, yes. Right. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're spending a couple, three nights in Vegas, and then we're flying to Phoenix. Are you gonna see? To uh, are you gonna see a show? I don't know. They don't have the guy with the tigers anymore. That's how. No. I, that's how I spent my honeymoon. Siegfried and Friedlander, or whatever Siegfried his name is. Right. Yeah. One of them's dead. Yeah. Well, he died Tiger in the cage. Didn't he die in the cage? Tiger no. got him. No, he got clawed, but he didn't die. Oh, him. I thought he died he of that. Well, it's close enough. Yeah, that's how I, that was our honeymoon night uh, after Siegfried. we got married. Ryan and I went to Siegfried and Roy, and she read and uh, she read a book. So, it was so that was good. That was good. We got off to a flying start. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, what the hell? <laughs> That'll do it. Yes. Goodbye. I love you, dear. Yeah. She don't if, listen. Even if it ain't mutual. Yeah. <laughs> You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the four 
48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals, great deals on apparel and equipment, plus your chance to sink a putt for $100,000, and so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. Although the Vikings are out, you still have plenty of options to view other football teams as they strive to make the Super Bowl. It's as simple as that. Options. Life is all about having options. Why do you continue to have your home and auto insurance with one single agent that represents only one single company? It's like watching two football teams play each other every week for 17 weeks straight. No thanks. It just doesn't make any sense. By now, you should know the Canopy Group provides you with 16 different insurance companies and 40 insurance professionals, all with just one goal in mind, providing you with the best insurance coverage at the best price each and every year. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and they will check out your options. 